Happy Labor Day 2019, Reboots People. Tracy Winchell here with episode 18 of The Change Journals, inside the Reboots podcast. Also with me, Mr. Winchester. I don't know, you may or may not hear him making noise, but here he is. We've also got probably some mowing going on in the distance. That's okay. It is no kidding, a Labor Day episode. Happy to be with you. It's already been a really interesting day. We rescued a hummingbird from a massive titanium-like spider web that was laced with nature's best super glue. So we gave the bird a bath in dawn, fed her, we let her catch her breath, and gave her feathers time to dry. And just now we saw some hummingbirds at our feeder, so we thought we'd let her get back to her people. We let her go, and she flew off lickety-split. I just... I. Wow. Holding that engineering nature in my hand with a heartbeat of more than 1,200 beats a minute. Whew, y'all, it was like holding electricity. I uh, don't have, as I'm, as I'm talking right now and recording this, I don't have it up yet, but I'll have it posted to Instagram by the time this publishes at Reboots Podcast uh, on Instagram. We'll have some pictures and video of uh, the, the hummingbird rescue. So let's get to the topic of today's episode. September is National Recovery Month. And while today's topic is the opioid epidemic in the United States, please understand that Celebrate Recovery, I'm going to talk a lot about that, is a a Christ Center recovery program, and it's for all of us with hurts, hang-ups, and habits. We model the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus taught beginning in Matthew 5. And and a majority of us are involved in Celebrate Recovery, not for addiction issues, but for anger, grief, anxiety, relationship issues, and similar struggles. It's really easy to find a local Celebrate Recovery near you. All you got to do is check out the Googles and type in Celebrate Recovery Locate, and it's going to pop up a, a, a map with a zip code kind of locator. Now, if you've listened to many episodes, you know that I'm a huge baseball fan. And in late June, early July, uh, in fact, the last day of June, the first day of July, somewhere in there, a Los Angeles Angels pitcher was found dead in a Dallas area hotel room hours before the Angels were to open a series with the Texas Rangers. Tyler Skaggs' death made national news, in part because it's so shocking when a young professional athlete dies suddenly with no immediate explanation. And this past Friday, the coroner released the autopsy report. Y'all, Tyler Skaggs choked on his own vomit due to what is assumed to have been an accidental overdose. The toxicology reports showed blood alcohol levels above legal intoxication levels, and In addition to all of that, oxycodone and fentanyl were found in his system, and he apparently died, or he apparently died uh, a few minutes after he took these medications. Now, our hearts go out to those who loved Tyler Skaggs and to the family and friends of all who have lost someone to a drug overdose. In 2017, 70,000 people died from drug overdoses. Now, of those deaths, it's estimated that nearly 68% involved a prescription or an illicit opiate. So let's put that number in a little better context. If if that 70,000 number remains constant in 2019, doesn't go up or doesn't go down, then 1,346 people will die this week of a drug overdose. 
and many are going to die in in luxury hotel rooms like Tyler Skaggs. Others are going to draw their last breaths in ordinary places, and some will die in stereotypically unsavory places. So as depressing as this is, uh, I'm here to tell you there's hope. This past July, I got to attend the Celebrate Recovery Summit of Hope in Nashville, and we heard from an army of people who are battling the opioid crisis every single day. And I want to walk through a couple of these efforts right now. Broken Chains JC, that's the motorcycle arm of Celebrate Recovery. They ride uh, as Broken Chains JC, and the JC stands for Jesus Christ. I think uh, there are roughly 2,000 members and rapidly growing across the United States and around the world. We heard from a group in Louisiana who rides on Friday and Saturday nights into the toughest parts of their community. And the presenter who spoke at the summit called this process intense, intentional investment in human beings. They hang out wherever people are in the throes of addiction. They're there to listen and pray with people and meet immediate physical needs without judgment or attempts at fixing. The opportunity... The opportunity comes when a broken chains biker gets a call in the middle of the night from someone who says, I've had enough. Can you get me into treatment? And the answer is always yes. So if you want to know more about broken chains, check out Reboots episode 16 with one of the founders of the group, Jeff Stoltz. You can also uh, Google broken chains and uh, you'll find a website with more information on how you can join. And yes, they do have associate members. You don't have to necessarily be a motorcycle rider to join. They'd, they'd, they'd love to have you. So here's, here's the next initiative that, that stuck out to me, plus one more. The plus one more initiative is a response to the opioid epi- epidemic. And there are a lot of different facets to this initiative, including advocating for and training groups on how to use Narcan. Some groups outfit first responders, Uh, celebrate recovery meetings, and churches, all sorts of places with Narcan kits, which include business cards with information about local celebrate recovery meetings and a person to contact who will know how to help meet an immediate need. So the idea is to teach someone how to administer the Narcan or to put the contact cards uh, in, in the hands of first responders Uh, So the Narcan immediately reverses the effects of an overdose and saves a life. It's known as the Lazarus drug because they come from dead to straight up life, take a deep breath, typically put their hands out, and they're they're alive. So the next piece is that, that, that once the Narcan drug is administered, that then someone has the opportunity to equip that person immediately with information about sobriety and celebrate recovery and where to seek and find help if they decide right then that they want it. Other groups in across the country are developing relationships with mental health care providers and medical practitioners, especially in emergency, groom, or, or emergency rooms. And CR groups are being incredibly intentional about finding ways to meet people wherever they are in their worst moments and to give them a tiny glimpse of hope through modeling the love of Jesus Christ. If you're interested in how Celebrate Recovery continues to help my friend Mason Floyd, who has struggled with opiate addiction for 20 years, then check out Reboots Episode 8 and Reboots Episode 8X. It's an extra episode. 
So when it comes to dealing hope, um, my friend Mason Floyd reminds us that kids don't aspire to addiction. Mason talks about how his view of God fueled his addiction for a long time. Jeff Stoltz in episode 16 shares a similar experience. When Jeff finally decided to get clean and sober, he found refuge in a church. He was just trying to get away from his drug dealing pals. He didn't want anything to do with that Jesus guy. What happened to Jeff, though, is that a group of older women loved him. They spent time with him. They fed him. They laughed with him. And they played dominoes a lot with him. And they invited him into church, even though he said, I don't want that Jesus guy. So today, Jeff and his Broken Chains JC group talk a lot about slinging hope and dealing hope. And I can't help but wonder if the opiate crisis in the U.S. is fueled by rage, outrage, fear, and worry, isolation, and hate. We use and abuse to numb the pain. And we use and abuse more than chemicals, sex, and food. We're addicted to that rage. We're addicted to outrage and fear and worry. We're addicted to judging other people and minimizing our own stuff. Recovery is the Sermon on the Mount, beginning in Matthew chapter 5. It teaches a new way of life, a new way of treating other people, a new way of seeing ourselves and our pasts and seeing our higher power. And in Celebrate Recovery, we welcome people of all faiths and no faiths. We do talk a lot about Jesus Christ as our higher power. So as I wrap up here, September 2019 is the 30th year for National Recovery Month. And even as we, we, we mourn the loss of life from addiction, and even as we mourn the loss of the living, because it's no way of way to live to be addicted, we celebrate the millions who have found hope and healing through the 12 steps of recovery. And we invite you to become part of a movement to wipe out addiction of all ilks, to embrace and support mental health initiatives, and to seek help for your own stuff. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration operates a 24-7 national helpline at 1-800-662-HELP, 1-800-662-HELP, or 1-800-662-4357. And this number is going to get you access to free and confidential information and treatment referral, as well as other resources for locating services near you. Maybe recovery isn't for you right now, but you're interested in making a change in your life or business. Visit rebootspodcast.com forward slash change for some of my favorite change navigation journaling resources. We've also got a ton of recovery stories at rebootspodcast.com forward slash recovery. That's it for this edition of the Change Journals inside the Reboots Podcast. I'm Tracy Winchell. We'll see you next time.